Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Safe to say he is a GAA legend. He's won all Ireland medals as a player and a manager. But Davey also likes to dip his feet into other projects, including television. Second series of Davey's Toughest Team airs on RTE1 tonight at 9.35. And he joins us now to tell us all about it. Hello, Davey Fitz. Guys, how are you? Well, great. Um, we were just chatting off air there about golf. Yeah. Our, our listeners may not know that you are a scratch golfer, which means your handicap is zero, which is like the best you can be. Well, it was at one stage. It's, yeah. it's, it's gone over the small bit since then, but <laughs> <laughs> I need the shots. It's minus two now, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, I'm up a bit, but um, it's, it's great when you get time to go out there and do it. But mm. um, How are you on a golf course? Do you beat yourself up, uh, you know, if you're not playing well? or are you? Uh, how do you, how's I, the self-talk? I would be a bit competitive, all right? Um, <laughs> like to win, <laughs> as I do, but it's great. It gets away, I suppose, like the GA is, is very competitive. You get out there and you have a few hours off and you're playing with your friends which is a big thing mm. like that's the thing for me is just get away from the hustle of bustle get out there but yeah we'll be competitive well, yeah. we were talking this morning Dermot made this wild claim that he reckons he could be amazing at the saxophone if he just picked one up right yeah. <laughs> we're in the process as you know Dave, we're in the process of buying yeah. one based on nothing yeah. but like you've proven I suppose that by becoming a scratch golfer everybody who plays golf knows what a difficult task that is plus of course you had the other career plus you're now boss and television I mean you're literally showing Dermot that it can be done yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, Dermot, right? Um, the golf was hit and miss. It was good at times, bad at times, so it is. Um, like, variety is the spice of life. That's mm. for definite. Like, to do different things and try different things, no matter what age you are, I suppose. That's massive. Um, the new project we have with the lads, like, um, that is really um, scary stuff, I suppose you could call it. Like, when you're delving into people's lives and trying to make a small bit of a difference um, mm. yeah well let's talk about Davy's toughest team then what's the premise for the show then it's taking a bunch of youngsters and setting them a task and seeing if they can step up is it a, a little bit like ultimate hell week except uh, for teenagers and you're setting them slightly different tasks well it, it kind of would have come from the fact that people that would have gone through tough times mm. like be it mental health problems, be it substance abuse, uh, there's one or two lads homeless. They, they've come from um, tough upbringings where, where they've come across all them problems. And you, you know yourself, when, when you get in a hole or you're in a place, it's, it's tough to get out of it. So um, we wanted to see, could we make a small difference? Could we give the lads just a small bit of help? Like I've always said, I don't know at all, but mm. if I, if you can help anyone feel a bit better, how, how bad? And these these bunch of guys are an incredible bunch and when they got to know themselves a bit more and got to chat like to me one of the biggest things is to get them talking even on television we got them talking and they were brave but even off it they were incredible just to sit down and listen to them and and is that not their, their natural state in terms of it's, it's not natural for young men in particular to, to open up about stuff did you have to kind of coax them into that safe environment to get them to do it we did yeah we like like even talking to them off here it was I think they were just relieved to just have the chat and just talk everything out like and mm. as I said to them I've made plenty of mistakes I'm probably going to make plenty more as well and um, we need to all just realise that and I said I'm not trying to change your character I wouldn't try and do that whatsoever it's just to see is there things that we can improve um, within the way you're you're living your life to see can we make things a bit better and you know what as the, as the show went on and the challenges like the challenges are brilliant because 
they show your character when you come under pressure they'll show what you're about well, will you talk to us about that for a second then because as you said like this isn't a this isn't a TV show about getting young men to talk that's a brilliant side effect yeah but you're putting these lads in situations where they're I suppose don't reference Helly but in other words that you're breaking down the traditional kind of physical scenario so that they have to just become raw and real so yeah. what type of things are you, are you putting the lads through like there was like tough physical exercises we came up with a number of different team things we did with individual things we did done see how the world will work together because these guys are probably used to doing things on their own on their own a, yeah. a lot and we wanted them to see listen there is people you can trust there is people you can talk to and some of the challenges you needed the other guys and, and you could see at the start they were very kind of individual and in how they did it and then they got into the groove of trusting someone else and then you find they actually started talking more and giving us more which is brilliant and it, the way we went about it is we said to them, listen, we have a task at the very end of this. We're going to go away on a trip. We're going to take on something that you'd never do in your life, um, which was a massive trek in another country. So it was... Um, did you tell them what it was at the start? No, no, no. no, no, no. You no. kept that. We yeah. kept that. And we said, it's going to be tough. We'll need to all stick together on it. And so we said, we have different challenges along the way. And the, the challenges like were unreal. Like mm. there was good and bad, as you'll see in the program, like you'll see them working great together and then you'll see the ties being thrown out of the pram completely. And do, does that happen? Do you have to not only motivate them to do the physical stuff and motivate them to have the conversations, but do you have to referee in some ways? You know, is there, are there situations where you're just going, lads, this needs, you need to work this out. You need to calm this down. This is the way we would do it. Yeah, there is. There's there's lots of that. Lots of everything in it. But that's that's the learning. Mm. That's what I think is, is the great thing. Um, is them to learn even from other people's mistakes like there was one or two of the lads just went straight into it and thought they knew it all how to do it Ah, oh, young Dermot has that attitude to most things <laughs> it seems today <laughs> that's just confidence Dave that's yeah, confidence not knowing a bit of confidence but <laughs> yeah. you're not too confident um, no it, it, it was great like there was one of the guys and he was very slow he didn't want to come out front he didn't want to be the leader in one of them oh my god when we got him to take on a task you should have mm. seen him wow he came the four in a big way I think yeah, I don't know is it in episode one or two but it's brilliant to watch him and he wouldn't have said a word the first number of hours first number of days I couldn't get him to do anything mm. next thing off he went so he just stepped into this leadership role well I kind of threw him into it right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and but once he, he's there he yeah, blossoms well, that's what I, I found right like he didn't want it he, he was happy to sit back he was happy not to be out there but when he got into it oh my god it was a different lad altogether and the potential he had was, was mm, frightening. Yeah. You must get that a lot of the time in terms of GAA where you're constantly trying to sh- let leaders shine who maybe don't have the confidence and maybe pull others back who feel like they're they're maybe taking on more than, than they need to. Well, what I've learned, probably I'm at trend teams a long time, but mm. I, in the last number of years it's judge the character and accept the character. Don't try and change anyone's character but try and figure out what makes them tick, how you can get the best out of them with the way they are. And I think that's a big thing for me lately is just understand exactly the person you're trying to deal with and mm. how you can get the best out of them. Well, that's amazing that you're evolving as well along this journey, that it's oh, not just exactly. a case of like, yeah, look, I'm going to do it the way I did it 15 years ago. No, I, I think you have to evolve. And trust me, in this program, I hit a patch myself where right. things got um, ropey enough for me. And um, did I doubt myself and question whether I could go on? I did at mm. one point in this but you know what it was brilliant I needed that for myself mm. to to go through it the same as I'm asking the lads to go through it I needed to go through it and yeah. uh, 
I think it's episode four, you'll see it. Um, struggle massively right. okay. with one or two things. But yeah. Well, we you'll be bringing all this new learning into the championship with Waterford. Uh, a, a mixed bag of results in the league. How are you feeling you're fixed, particularly ahead of facing Limerick in April? Yeah, like I was actually happy enough with the league. Um, mm. It might have seemed outside it or mixed. I, I thought they were okay. We tried 30 players um, over five games. Um, we were. We won two of them, drew one. Mm. Very competitive against Kilkenny and against Tip, probably the last 10 or 15 minutes we weren't. But I, I got to find out what kind of a panel we have. I'm very pleased with that. Have we changed aspects of our game? We've changed a lot of things in their game. They know that themselves. Mm. But as I said lately, it's it's probably four months into that process. That's that's where we are. Although one or two pundits are saying, ah, he's only making excuses. But that's the reality. It is a reality. Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't that the purpose of the league as well? As much as league, people who feel more passionate about the league may give out, but it is an opportunity to to blood new talent and to try guys in roles that maybe you know they need to step into. Well, I put it to you this way, right? Like, I, I would enjoy the league and I'd be trying to win every game but we have 36 guys on a panel mm. if I stay playing the same 18 or 20 all the time so that means that there's another 15 or 16 guys that are getting no action altogether and that doesn't make sense yeah. so I'm happy to have the opportunity to make sure that the 32 or 3 guys that we have or whatever will will get an opportunity to play league and I think that's that's very important because mm. some of them in the championship won't get any game time so this is a great opportunity for them and um, so some people said the league is a waste of time maybe there's 36 guys that are training for months and months that wouldn't feel that way yeah yeah. you have to give everybody a shot yeah. um, we were laughing this morning and got wondering why uh, GAA teams and hurling teams seem to go for warm weather training camps in Portugal and because uh, we were kind of saying well when are you ever going to play in that warm weather in Ireland but I presume there's more to it than just the weather yeah, well, like you look at it last week, the weather was horrendous here, yeah. right? We've we've been training since the end of November, flat out three, four times a week, um, in tough conditions. Isn't it nice after all that just to have three or four days? And we did train two or three times a day. Some days oh, right. had a bit of relaxation, then other days. So it was nice to get that four days away together, and the weather was good. Mm. So it, even just for probably themselves to get that away and get a bit of sun on the body and the team help. as well like going go travelling together as a, a team makes all the difference ah listen um, we had some good team bonding things <laughs> and um, a few activities we did and it was a laugh I, it was it was funny and y- you can't buy that you can't no. buy that bit of crack and spending time around e- each other there was table tennis competitions and pool competitions you name it like and <laughs> they're very competitive and I love seeing them laughing and happy because they're actually under a lot of pressure. When a championship comes, it's Course. it's non-stop under the caution. There's a lot of scrutiny out there as well. So to have that bit of time away is, do you know what? It's great. Mm. And I believe the GH has to be that way. Where, yep, it's serious, but you also have to have a bit of crack as well at the same yeah, time. Totally. You've worked in different counties, you know, likes of Wexford and Clare and Waterford. Do you, do you find that there are things that work in one county that don't work in another? Or is it is it all pretty much the same? It's just the same dynamics, different name above the door. I, I think what you have to do is judge the actual team you have. Like um, the the team I have, say, in in Watford compared to Wexford would be a small bit difference in the type of player mm. that's there and, and their dynamics. You have to look at that a bit different. Have I added a few bits and pieces maybe that I didn't have in Wexford? Yeah, I have. So you have to look at what you have. Um, as... What we try and do is create an environment where the players' management county board are really tied together and you have to try and forget about the good and bad that happens 
in the media world or social media world, you, you have to try your best mm. to block it out because it it can it can interfere if you do let it. Mm. If you can have a nice tight camp inside and have your goals and your things, and you you have a good chance yeah. of doing okay. Are you going to beat Limerick? Listen, uh, they look they look pretty awesome at the moment. So <laughs> they do. Um, we've got twenty third of April and Cork the following week, so we've a massive. Uh, I suppose seven or eight days they are ahead of us. Uh, Limerick look a small bit ahead at the moment, but that, you want to play the best, yeah. and they are the best. And lads, when you look at them, you have to take your hats off and say they've had an incredible number of years, and they are the team. And I'd love to be to say we're the ones that can beat them, but we'd be trying. Yeah. I'm a Manchester United fan. Eric Ten Hag came, was asked as soon as he joined, it was like, you know, you've got Jurgen Klopp and Pep Guardiola, and he said, eras are made to fall down. Yeah. So, you know, it's well, time, Davey. It, it, it will happen. It will. It just depends who's going to be the one, mm. you know. Wait, before we let you go, one quick question. Uh, text has come in. Can you please ask Davey if Fittest Family is coming back? We love it in our house, says the text. Well, I've been told it's back and we're back on air again and ready for odds. So, um, Epic. Can't wait to get going. All right, well, you'll see Davey tonight at uh, RT1, 9.35. Uh, you'll see Davey's toughest team. So make sure you tune in. We're looking forward to it, Davey. Thanks a minute for coming in as always. Thanks, Dad. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.